Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party of Critical Wick Candles and some adventurers on the side. Uh, starting tonight, we have our fighter. Hey, this is Nick playing Nalos, the Triton fighter. Our bard. Hi, this is Lauren playing Bala, the Asimar bard. Our rogue. Hi, this is Elise playing Leonara, the Furball rogue. Our warlock. Hey, it's Cody playing Necro, the Kenku warlock. Our druid. Hey, this is Clay playing Correct, uh, the Ericoa druid. And our yak folk, I mean our barbarian. This is Koo playing Pahokwi, the yak folk barbarian. When we, la <laughs> when we last left off, our party was actively uh, meeting the mayor of this town, I believe uh, the town's name is uh, Yorkton. Uh, you all knew that his name was Hart, but uh, have not met him properly. I believe he spun around in his chair to meet with you all and asked if you understand the gravity of the conversation he was just having, uh, to which you all gave middling results. So let's get back into that. <laughs> so, what is it exactly you're doing in my town? And obviously you need something of me or expect me to need something of you. Well, actually, we're just passing through on our way to the Kingdom of Felwyn, and we're looking for a little bit more of information since none of us have actually been there before. Well, information is hardly ever free, and it's hardly ever cheap. Well, maybe we can help you with something in return for some information? He sort of looks and nods at Nalos a little, and then looks at the rest of the, uh, the rest of you. So, anyone else got a better idea? I mean, if you need something done, we're the group to do it. Right then, he uh, opens a drawer in his desk and pulls out a sheet of black paper that is etched all over uh, in a in a silvered ink, and slides it to the middle of the desk towards you all. And goes, "There's something I think you might be able to help me with." Uh, does anyone try to read it? I try to read it. Can you read Elvish? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, shit. It says, To those who call the feeble thatch roofs and walls of Yorkton home, I will come and crush you under the great might of my webbed banner. And then there's just a sign... Like it looks like a spider web with like a woman's face on the middle of it. Mm. Let's say to the mayor, well, sir, this sounds very ominous. Uh, why does this uh, eight-legged fiends bother you so? He takes the letter back, rolls it up, and puts it back in the drawer and goes, well, if I had to wager to guess, I would say it's because they're insane. Uh, there's a there's a minor terror of these lands in this area that is hard to track down, well, partly because it has so many legs. Do any of you spend any time in the mountains? Under the mountains, specifically? Where the drow call you home? <laughs> I was a slave to the drow under the mountains. Ah, so have you ever come face-to-face -face with a drider? 
It was so dark. I may have. Uh, you want to give me a knowledge check, maybe, so you maybe if you do know what a drider is. Um, quick question, Kenny. Would it be plausible, like, since those mountains are close to the Yakfolk area, would yes. it be plausible for me to make a knowledge check it would about be, that? It would be reasonable for anybody to make a knowledge check, but I will lower and adjust the ace, the DCs if it's more reasonable for your character to know it. Okay. I'm not from the mountains, but um, I'm interested in learning about things terrorizing places, because maybe this is related to what's going on in my rainforest home. So I will also make a knowledge check. I'm going to make a one, two, seven. And I rolled a three, so I don't know shit. <laughs> it's a scary spider. I rolled a 14. Oh, uh, is that the total or just what you rolled? Just what I rolled. Okay. Well, what's the total then? It's a uh, knowledge check, so it would be intelligence. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, let's see. And you might be proficient in it. I don't know. Uh, I got a 12. Okay. No, it's just 14. All right. So, Pahokwi, you know that Driders are supposedly some sort of monster that lives in the mountains, but you don't know much more than that. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, um, Necro, you do know what a Drider is. Um, Driders are a abomination of a drow and a spider. See, the drow prey to a great spider goddess. And should they fail her in any of their holy quests that they go on for her, they are smitten by their goddess and turned into a drider. This process guaranteedly sends the drow insane. And they're kind of like scarecrows to the drow people. Like, look, this is what fucking happens if you shit the bed with your goddess. She will straight up smack you into insanity. And also you're half spider now. I make a motion of like, that I'm like looking like a spider and then I just put like, uh, something crazy like to my head mm. to imitate the insanity yeah so I imagine you going like itsy bitsy spider and then uh like cuckoo yeah <laughs> I, I imagine you just holding up like a Bugs Bunny sign that's like screwball right <laughs> yeah I like that one we'll go with Clay's idea <laughs> alright um and he goes uh the mayor Hart continues yes this this drider has been a problem in these in these fields for some time now seems that they were cast out of their mountain home and have taken to pillaging the countryside and raising a small band of undead I imagine this means that they aim to attack us at any time this seems like quite the undertaking just for some you know common information one, it's not common. Is there any... Two, I'm going to give you more than just information. There will be gold involved. Um, ah, my eyes light up at money because I'm super poor. Also, I'm also broke. Also, I believe that uh, if my birds chirped correctly, you all are fetching yourselves to purchase and the rental of a coach or a uh, 
cart of some sort in my town. Is that right? We are. Well, naturally, I could have the stable master waive that fee should you prove to be useful. Hmm. Okay. I like that more than gold because I'm still mad that Prince Felwood is making us pay our own care. I like both. Um, well, I'm, I'm down to fight a monster for golden information. Teammates? When, uh, when does this thing normally attack? It has never attacked our borders yet. This message was sent in the, in the clutched claws of a skeleton that wandered into our borders. One of our few militia easily put it low but within its rattling cage of a ribcage nestled this message. Clearly, it was a messenger. It arrived only a few days ago, and we've been on guard every night. A drider fears the sun and would never fight in it if it could avoid it. Do I look to my party. Can any of you guys make sunlight? I only know um, darkness. Nope. Nope. <laughs> My, my kick-ass flame sword uh, illuminates a small area. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess light's different I, than sunlight. Correct. Yeah, I can cast light, but it's not the same. I, given a long rest, I can uh, probably cast something. Sure. Yes, I'm very sure I'll use, the, use some, some rest before we try and deal with this thing. Either way, should you all um, decide to help me, I will have a petty contract assigned. You all will stand post as a central force in the middle of town. Our minor militia will patrol the border, and should they see the force arriving, they will sound a horn for you to respond. This sounds like a chance for some glory. Sounds good. Well, if you're not signing any more contracts. Nope. <laughs> uh, the hordes of you will need to be purged from this land. That's true. We should help these people. These people need heroes. You see the mayor roll his eyes to that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I care not. As he's already retrieved a parchment and is writing on it with an ink and quill. Um, whatever chit-chatter you have, he's going to work on that for a moment. Okay. Well, I mean, may as well. Yeah. We should try and help as many people as we can. Isn't that what adventurers do? You're right. That is what heroes do. I roll my. I'll have to. And we have gold, so this is all I ever wanted in a day. But first, definitely a nap. I give my chest a little puff, stand with my hands on my waist. I think we've got this. Alright, so, uh. The mayor slips forward, uh, to the, your side of the desk a quickly written up contract that just simply says in very small amount of words but very eloquently like uh, delivered we as uh, as a group 
vow to Germain Hart of the town of Yorkton with the assistance of one night's guard duty with the promise that should a drider and an undead horde arrive on the town's borders, they will be smitten with great prejudice. And then there's a bunch of lines to sign. And he, like, nudges it forward with an ink and quill. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to uh, return the contract for it details our duties, but not his. There is no inclusion of price or information in this document. He goes, of course. Goes back to writing in it. And, like, underlines a few times the parts that are like, to which on the receiving of, of a job well done will receive promised information and a gold sum reward. <laughs> and he slides it. The sky is wet. Here is a sock. That is your reward. Good job. And he slides it back, looking directly at the bard. I'll sign it. <laughs> the lawyer in me cringes. <laughs> <laughs> I will very cautiously pick up the quill and sign as well. Um, I want to ask to make sure that we can choose our own spot to do guard duty. You know, I want to make sure that he's not putting us in a, like, trap, I guess. You know, I'm all about, all about staying up at night and, and doing this, but, uh... As long as we have somewhat free reign to be somewhat mobile. He points to the contract and says, if you do what the contract says, your manner of achievement can be whatever you want. I don't care. I nod at that and then say, well, okay, that's fair. The contract is a little bit loose with its uh, its wordings and, and rules. All right, so does everyone sign it? Yeah. Oh, yes, I, uh, I take a moment because uh, I was feeling my own muscles for a second, and then I noticed that it was time to sign. Right. I was feeling Pahokwe's muscles also for a second, then I noticed that it was time to sign. All right, so everyone <laughs> yes. signed. Uh, uh, yep. The mayor looks it over and goes, perfect. Now, Go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I uh, I go. All right. As you all as you all attempt to go, you notice that uh, the door leaving the office has a sheet of metal slide down uh, in front of you, making interacting with the door impossible. Uh, to which you hear a tapping behind you. Oh god, goes, I look around when she turns into a spider. Oh god. Oh no. No, the, the mayor goes, no. Okay. If you had a moment of patience, I would actually have told you already. <laughs> the the mayor knocks his uh, hand on the desk and sort of like rubs his brow and goes, Furbolg, did I hear you correctly that you're traveling with Prince Felwind? 
Indeed, we are. Well, a form of Friends Pel- Friends Felwind, I should say. He puts both of his hands on the edge of his desk and goes, Do not bother me with your feyish ways. Are you with the prince or not? Yes. I mean, he was in here a moment ago. Is he, is he, can I, can I make a perception check? Is he still in here? I, I don't know. Do you look around and do you see a cat? I'm going to try to look around. All right, you look around and do not see a cat. God damn it. Every damn time. Uh, the mayor goes, um, you know what? That can be a tomorrow problem. I like your attitude, sir. You won't tomorrow. And you see him hit like a lever under the desk. The metal sheet opens up. uh, And and he goes, we'll figure it out tomorrow. Go. Hey, Jermaine. We don't know a lot about him yet. So still sway us. Just remember that. We're not that We're not completely attached. (laughs) He looks at you all as you're like talking and he just like, points to the door. (laughs) Alright. Good talk, friend. We'll see you tomorrow. And I'll leave now. We're not exclusive with this cat, guys. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we should get him turned back. Like, he would at least be somewhat easier to keep track of. He would also be a lot more recognizable, I'm sure. Uh, that's an entirely different problem that I'm sure we can remedy. Uh, as you guys go downstairs, you can hear Prince Felwyn's uh, iconic voice in one of the side rooms sort of uh, boasting about his prowess or some whatnot. And you look in and you can see he's being served <laughs> by some of the house staff. Uh, they have a small tray of deli- like finger foods that he's gingerly pawing up and eating. I would like... Are we going to take a rest before we go do the spider thing? I mean, I had hoped so. Like, I am all for let's forget about this and let him do what he wants and go back to the end to get some rest. I am tired of this cat. don't want to let him have nice things. So I want to use Hidden Step and uh, move silently into the room and just scoop him up. Preferably, like, as he's about to take his first lick of the deliciousness. All right. Being uh, go ahead and, and roll a move silent. Slash, make the stealth roll. I mean, how much does a cat carrier cost in the dragons? <laughs> <laughs> One that preferably uh, locks. Not, not a lot. Sorry, I'm making him silently in what? A move, uh, you're making a stealth roll. Because right, move right, silently right, right, right. doesn't Sorry. exist. Eighteen. Yeah, okay. That that happens. He doesn't hear you at all. <laughs> Alright, so I'm silent and invisible, and I'm just gonna, you know, go into the room, scoop him up, not even nicely, like, just under the belly, so he's doing the, like, full-on, you know, cat liquidness. <laughs> and he's just coming with me back out to the group. <laughs> Alright, uh, I mean, Hidden Step doesn't last very, uh, terribly long, so 
Yeah, that's fine. I picked him up, and that's I, I'll totally turn back visible after that. No, I get that. I'm just telling you, like. I just wanted no chance of him getting away. It's not that he like runs away from you guys. You just stop paying attention to him, and he goes and fucks off. As cats do. Yeah, he is a cat. Yeah. Are we sure this isn't a cat that was just cursed with human speech and thinks he's a prince? <laughs> Did he fuck up talking to the yak folk and get is his mind fucked? cat. <laughs> Dracon's like, gotta change my story now. You think for a moment if you fucking, like, nailed it on the head of what my story was, I would, like, remotely change anything? No. Goes to scribble in his notes. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's ridiculous. That's that's not even real. Alright, uh, <clears throat> right, so yeah, you grab Prince Felwind um, and become visible again by the time you step out the door and catch up with your party. And he, like, scratches at you and goes, What's the nature of this apprehension? We're going onwards. You're coming with us. We have things to do quickly. No time for dilly-dallying. I'm not dillying or dallying anyone. I'm enjoying my day of respite before we hit the road again. Ah, uh, yes, because your journey thus far has been... Arduous. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I rode on a raft that was barely more than a series of logs strapped together with hopes and dreams. I... Consorted with good times. Shut up about that raft. My grip on him tightens. <laughs> he hisses as a free action. <laughs> as somebody with nine diplomacy, I I'm just kidding. So, Prince, listen. Tonight we're gonna help the town for some information. Like you would have heard it if you didn't go off and do whatever you were doing. Um, so we're gonna need you to stay in the room at the inn tonight, and don't get in the way, or you might get eaten by a giant spider monster. He shrugs his shoulders and goes, fine. Listen, you can't have your kingdom back if you get eaten by a spider. Like, it's just... No, 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 I can't, I can't fight that logic. I would hope not. So are we going back to the end now? That's where I'm headed. Okay. Yeah, By the way, Pahokwi, here's one of these uh, these medical kits that I bought earlier, because they're pretty nifty, and you might want it. This does look, as you say, nifty. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you give him a healer's kit? Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Pahokwi, you know what you can do with that? Uh, I can help people up, can't I? Yeah, you can stabilize them as an action with no check. Yeah. Has ten uses. Oh, cool. Yep. Which I would have known if I actually read it carefully last time. <laughs> yeah, he thought you got one usage out of it. He's like, well, I should buy two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... Alright, so you guys uh, make your way back to the inn. The, it's the middle of the day. It's like late afternoon. Or it's, like, it's like late morning at this point. Um, maybe midday-ish. Uh, okay. So the, the inn itself is pretty 
boring. The half-elf girl is running around and, like, cleaning the tables and making sure that everything is well-kept. And as you all walk in, she sort of prances over and asks if there's anything she could do for any of you. Um, I'm still holding Prince Belwind, and so I want to say, yes, uh, I need you to please make sure that my, my, my dearest feline here doesn't get any people food, if you may. Uh, he's got a very sensitive system lately, and I've been tasked with cleaning his, his litter box and don't want any more mess than, than I need. Elise, what's a litter box? The box where he poops. Fine. The the hay box. I was gonna say, like litter boxes well, are a very modern. if we're putting him in our room and we don't want him to run away, then we're gonna need a place for him to poop. So I want to make a box with I him. I trust him. He's gonna poop in my bed. He has literally just been shitting all over town. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not getting involved with this cat anymore. Because it's way too much fun to watch. At least just fuck with them, right? <laughs> All right. Um, could I have a loaf of bread to uh, go feed my my wonderful steed, who's out in the stables? I'd like she, to check in on her. She nods and goes, "Of course, I'll be right back with one." Uh, how much time has passed since we ate um, our last amount of bread? <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours? Oh, uh, then... Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need all of the bread. <laughs> Got a carbo load for tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna need at least two dozen eggs. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm asking for two dozen eggs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How much is two dozen eggs? Right. I hey, just don't, took it. don't call me out on that yet. I just took him as a fucking <laughs> Disney joke, and we were just going to walk away from that. Uh, she goes, um, three silver? I give her three silver. <laughs> a moment later, she comes back with a not, ter- not like steaming fresh, but fresh loaf of bread for Nalos and a bundle of two dozen eggs that she hands to the... Uh, to Pahokwi. I'm going to start eating them all. Cracking them open. Raw? Drinking them. Yeah, I need my protein. <laughs> how do you? How else do you I'm think I get those large muscles? It's been forever since I've had this kind of meal. Starting to imagine you as like a swole bro. <laughs> I mean... Pounding protein drinks at the gym. See, I didn't even think he was going to like crack them open. I thought he was going to like shells and all. Right. No, that would be disgusting. Oh, okay. That that's the line, guys. That's the yeah. line. Anyway. So So I am going to attune to my new amulet. Okay. And take a nap. Alright, does anyone um, do it? I'm any? gonna wake up perhaps a little bit earlier than the others because I still wanna get in a couple songs because I promised the Innkeeper that I would perform. All right. Well, here. you guys are probably all going to stir at the same time once you all go to, to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm going to rest. All right. Does after it, my uh, eggs are gone. Yeah. I was going to go out 
Eat the loaf of bread to Chesapeake. Okay. Uh, yeah. Make sure nothing terrible has happened at the stables. Nah, nothing. Cause... <laughs> Chesapeake's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Also, before I sleep, I do 100 push-ups. Okay. <laughs> do I need to roll for that? No, you don't need to. Although, I would, I would love it if Elise could stop beating the shit out of her microphone. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's the cat. No, it's not. <laughs> That's Prince Felwyn. You watch your mouth. <laughs> what? All right. Okay. So everyone's gone to rest in the two rooms? Yes. Sleep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so after attuning to the amulet, you realize the only magical effect that the amulet does is that it makes your eyes look cool, smoky, and embery. That's really unfortunate. Hey. This means that we can sell it to some other rube along the way. I know. <laughs> That's could, what I'm going to have to do. You could use it when you play, and like the fire in your eyes could entice people to give you more tips. Just think of the, like, yeah, the gullible yeah. elf that we yeah. find in Felwyn. All right. Um, oh, so you all sort of stir to the smell of fresh bread downstairs. I go straight for that shit. <laughs> Hold on, I just want to double check. Sure. We slept long enough to get rid of that stage of exhaustion, right? Yes. Okay. Was that a short rest? No, it no. was a long rest. We took a okay. solid nap. Need to load up on cars for tonight's duty. Yeah, I mean, you guys got, got into the room. Maybe you didn't sleep necessarily, but you took the rest of the day off really, really light. Okay. Um... I'm going to prepare some new spells. Okay. I'm going to chow down and then play some music. All right. Uh, halfway through your guys' meal, I assume everyone goes to dinner? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's the same level of quality, but dinner food this time. Uh, specifically, it's like a half-farmer field casserole sort of thing so it's like this huge plate and it's just all one sort of meal but it's like it's a it's a little almost soup like I, I guess I said like casserole um, but it's like fresh vegetables from the fields fresh uh, like greens and, and root vegetables mushrooms um, and then in the middle of each person serving is like a big cube of meat uh, so you got you got a little bit of everything going on. Uh, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, it's it's a solid meal that sits well with you. But about halfway through your meal, um, the door opens, and uh, a guardsman walks in and points to your group and says, "We would we need you as soon as possible." So I immediately get up. <laughs> yeah. I really just pictured him, like, standing up and that whole bench just, like, falls over. Right. (laughs) Or just, like, the whole table, like, shifts. Still has some potato stuff. Right in my mouth as I can before I stand up with both. Yeah. Anyways, meet us, meet me and two more guards in the middle of town when you are able. Arm yourselves. There will be a fight. So much fun. Alright. I get my things and go. Okay. Yep. Got my stuff. Uh, 
going to go untie Chesapeake from the stables, hop aboard her saddle, and head towards the middle of town. All right. Um, through the commotion, um, Vala, you see the uh, tavern keeper, the old dwarf, make contact with you, and he sort of gives you a, a go-on gesture, like, I get it, you're busy, it's cool. Okay. Um, but yeah. I follow after everyone as well. Okay, so everyone sort of makes their way to the middle of town? Yep. 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 Okay. So you all arrive at about the same time. Uh, Nalls had to take a detour to grab Chesapeake, but he catches up pretty quick. You all make it to the center of town just in time to see a uh, rotting corpse being thrown onto a uh, bonfire in the middle of town. Uh, two guards clapping their hands clean of rotting flesh as the third one walks over to you. The same guard that rustled you from your meal. He looks and sort of does this weird salute that you don't recognize and says, Good evening. I understand you are our additional forces for the night. It seems the good mayor Hart almost knew that we were being threatened this evening. I and a few of the other lads have dispatched a few skeletons and ghouls on our borders. We feel that this looming threat is going to strike tonight. We were told that the uh, droider does fight with skeletons, but are ghouls... Are we expecting ghouls this evening as well? He looks at you and says, I am frankly not sure what to expect, ma'am. Uh, all manner of undead have crossed our borders in the recent days, but never in this kind of number. I mean, we've killed nearly a score. I'm only expecting one thing. Enemies to fall beneath my blade this night. The guard sort of looks at you oh, slightly intimidated and super happy you're on his side. Because, well, should you hear the horn, go that way. Got it. I don't know. We just we just wait now. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, do you guys do anything? Like, this is kind of a calm before the storm moment. I'm not gonna be like, and then you guys get attacked. Like, I'm uh, I'm gonna like walk around like antsy for fights. Right, like watching. Any pre-buffs that anybody can do? Now would be a good time. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm pretty all pre-buffed up on my end with my weapons sharpened, so. You're already buff, buff enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm already buff enough. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me flexing on the other <laughs> side of this microphone, but it's happening. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna gonna do some stretching. Don't want to pull any muscles. Yeah, I don't want to pull a hammy in a fight to the death. <laughs> well, Lauren, didn't you just learn a spell where you can, like, give us a speech before we fight? I did not take that one. Okay. That was a feat. Gotcha. Yeah. I did choose the feat Spell Sniper. And it says I could learn one cantrip, and I chose, uh, shit. Well, this, the dancing light, so if we go out of town, like, we could have some torches around us. Nice. That's 50. Oh. I, I, uh, in my new prepared spells, I took Flaming Sphere. Ooh. 
badass. Five foot diameter ball of fire. Hell yeah. Cast Damn. like a 20 foot <laughs> area. So. Fuck with us, spiders. Fuck with us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty ready to go. Alright, uh, I mean, not much time passes. I mean, you guys kind of like yeah. tell the guard you're ready to go, whatever, and he nods and him and one of the other guardsmen go towards the west side of town uh, and the one guardsman stays near the bonfire to tend to it, make sure it doesn't get out of hand. But you can see that the majority of the, what's fed this fire is, I mean, 12 or, or more uh, skeleton bodies and that of, of the undead. Uh, and then in the distance you can hear a person running from the south uh, and he's screaming. Uh, you all can see a frantic torch being waved um, maybe a hundred feet away in the, the growing darkness. I mean, in his voice of saying, this guy looks like he needs a hero. Hero. <laughs> <laughs> looks like we have incoming. I want to ask the guards, um, are you expecting anyone? Like, is that someone you know? To the, to, to the one guard that's standing in the bonfire with you all? Yeah. He's too busy drawing his sword because that guy's that's running towards you all from the south is clearly panicking. Yeah, but that's not a horn. I mean, maybe he's just scared of the dark. I'm going to ready my, my glaive. All right. Uh, as he gets closer... Um, you see him trip, and uh, several shadows dart out of the darkness and smother his torch, and you can hear his death wail. All right, all right. I guess he was really panicking. Fine. We should probably do something about this. I'm gonna cast a hint. I'm gonna heard... cast blade ward on myself. Okay, that doesn't last very long. Yeah. I mean, how far away are these things? I mean, like eighty feet, but you don't even oh. see them. Like they're in the, they're in, the, or they're away and in the darkness. All right. So you cast Blade Ward, and then it disappears. It's a good spell, but it's a reaction spell. Like it's a, it's a, it's a panic button to protect yourself. So you said that they're coming. Uh towards the gates? No, well, the, the, this town doesn't, like, have gates and well, walls, not really. proper gates, but, yeah. like... I mean, you guys are standing in the roughly middle of town, and clearly one of the guardsmen was running to you from the south, and he didn't make it. Okay. Mm. Seems like, bad. Like, well, you, you saw him undeniably just eat worms. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll, uh... I'll start riding that direction with Chesapeake. Uh -huh. I may as well be doing something. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna. Um, does anyone else join Nalos to the south? Yes, I yep. join him. Okay. I, Necro joins him as well with my immense barbarian movement. <laughs> you get that already? I mean, barbarians already move pretty fast. I thought you didn't get that until next. Time. I mean, I get an increase later. <laughs> oh, okay. But I already move pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, traveling south. Okay, is so everyone except for Nala and Vara? No, I I'm going. All right, 
So everyone. Well, I guess I'm going to then. I don't want to be left alone. All right. So the the, the party charges south. Uh, Nalos gets there before everyone else, and as you reach there, Nalos, you see that uh, the torch has been stamped out, and you sort of arrive to what could best be described as three gnome zombies devouring a guardsman. That's terrifying. To Nalos, that's probably really creepy, but to to me as just a person, like that sounds hilarious. Um, How is that hilarious? <laughs> the guy's getting eaten by zombies that are also gnolls. Oh, gnolls! Oh. I thought you said gnomes. Gnomes, yeah. Never <laughs> <laughs> like, mind. That's not terrifying. <laughs> that that went from funny to like, oh fuck. Um, yeah, this went from Japanese horror movie to, like, terrifying. Right, to, like, the last shit you want to see in the African, like, open plains in the middle of night. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's significantly worse than I first understood. Um, <laughs> can I... How close am I? I mean, I'm going to say that you didn't have the light to see them until you were, like, 15 feet away. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Did they notice me yet? Uh, one of them looks up from their meal, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and throw one of my javelins All at right. the one that looked up. Yep, go for it. Just make that first hit. Yep. Hopefully. Remember, this is with advantage. Yeah. That's uh, 24 to hit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> Adi. This this oh. this zombie could be wearing plate mail and you would have hit him. Like, um, my duelist bonus doesn't work on something I'm throwing, does it? What do you mean? Oh, so, um, you know, let me let me check. Actually, like the way it's worded, it does not quite sound clear on that. Well. I think because it's incredibly specific but impressively vague at the same time. Nope, never mind. It says melee weapon, and while that is a melee weapon, I'd be throwing it. Yep, which makes yep, it. yep. So, Correct. Uh, then that is five damage. All right. Your javelin pierces the knoll and pins it to the ground, clearly killing it. Sweet. Uh, it's around this time that the other two knoll zombies with, like, still jowls full of meat rise up and like sort of do that weird like hyena cackle howl but it's like super guttural and filled with meat uh, and that's when Pahokwi arrives and, uh, and uh, four silvery spheres that is their eyes turn to you and they lunge at your direction cool uh, alright so uh, so I can see them yeah, I mean, they're less than 10 okay. feet, and they're charging you. Okay, cool. I was making sense, sure. Um, so, first, I'm going to... I'm just going to fucking attack one Attack yeah. one of them. Why not? Yeah. All right, roll to hit. Stop rolling off everything, you fucking little... God damn it. 
that is 16. Okay, you hit. Roll damage. Six. All right. So the two charge at you. Um, you sort of step to the side. Oh, seven. Sorry, because plus one for my sharpening. Yep. You sort of step to the side of the first one and bring your glaive down strong. Um, and have you seen Rob Roy? Has anyone here seen the movie Rob Roy? Yes. You uh, the the that movie ends with a, a sword fight that climaxes with the titular character landing a clean blow like like right here in the collarbone of his opponent and his heavy sword just like goes at like a third end of the guy's torso. You do that, but you go like halfway through the torso. Yes. And this, this Noel zombie just like falls to the ground uh, before you. Uh, who was the third person that was running up that said that they were going? I was going up. Uh, I, I, I want to say it was either Karak or Necro that said they were... That uh, might have been me. Yeah. I think Clay. All right, Karak, so you see Pahokwi step to the side, and this Noel zombie, like, slashes its claws at him and then looks at you <laughs> and starts to run in your direction. What do you do? It's less than ten feet away. Um, I'm going to uh, bonus action get my uh, cool bar sword out. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, take a swipe at it. All right, go for it. 16 to hit. That'll hit. Roll damage. Cool. Seven. All right, so, uh, Necro, you're probably pretty close to this, so you get a really sweet action shot of Karak, like, drawing a blade of fire from nowhere and then bringing it down straight onto the skull and just like melting the head of this gnome of this gnoll uh, zombie away <laughs> I cheer on I cheer on I cheer him on as he does this you keep yeah, that sword for a while right yeah I uh, up to 10 minutes okay um, but it, it casts light for 10 feet and then dim light for another 10. Alright. So doing that, uh, you guys get to see a bit better um, and the distance to the south. Uh, you can see that the the distance, the, like the horizon is sort of moving and bumping bobbing its, its heads up and down. Oh my, that's not the horizon at all. That's a small army of undead. Uh, and the the meager amount of torchlight at the edge of town some hundred feet from you, uh, you can see a guard run through it, pathetically trying to bleat through a horn pointing to the sky as he runs in your general direction. Seeing you all, he just throws the horn down and just books it full speed. <laughs> um so if I blow my horn right now uh-huh. uh 
question. Um, in the intent to warn the guards back there that there's a larger force incoming on the horizon. Yeah. Would they understand? Like, is that how my horn would work in this situation? Oh, that's right. Or we didn't talk about would they this just thing. understand that, like, oh shit, something's happening? Um, could, could I technically mimic the horn sound? Like, you could. Like, I guess maybe that would be better. Because they're like, oh, that's our horn. So, do I have to roll for that, or can I just make that bellow that horn sound to uh, get? You're gonna have to give me a performance check, just to like get the like the volume right. Right. Okay. Let's see how that goes. Well, I'm not blowing my horn yet. Uh, I just want to like n- make sure that that's how this thing functions. Because last time I used it, I raspberry a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I rolled a thirteen. Okay. So, uh, Necro, sort of looking around, seeing a lack of action in his allies, just sort of, like, raises his beak to the sky and just, like, out of nowhere, just, like, bellows a horn out of out of his beak. Uh, and then in the distance, you hear a small cacophony of four other horns respond. All right. Well, I'm going to blow my horn, then. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to blow my magic horn. I was going to say, that is, it is magical, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what's it's it do? That, uh, it gets my intent across to whoever hears it. Right. Ooh. All right, and what's your intention? Uh, to warn of, and, and I guess that there's danger on the horizon, I guess, like incoming danger. Okay. So is this, um, are we between the undead army and the town? Uh, not in the town. You'd have to go further to get between them and the town. Because um, right now you're still within the reaches of the town. Where do you guys want to fight this battle? Um, we should probably not let them try and get to the town. Yeah. yeah we probably should go meet them a little bit further up. At least on the edge of town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to avoid any more collateral damage that I can be held responsible for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're we're heading out of town. All right, so you all head to the edge of town. Like I said, uh, the south gate, as it were, um, is like the west gate that you all came in from. Like it's there's no wall; it's just a couple of you know braziers that are lit because it's nighttime. Uh, and like a, a sign that says "Welcome to Yorkton." Like it's, 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 it's. There's no tower to go man. There's, there's nothing. It's, it's just open fields, and then the town behind you. Uh, awesome. But I'm going to cast. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to cast light on something. Okay. Um. Uh. I was just going to cast it on the sign. Okay. All right. So the the, uh, the light oh, begins to shine yeah. brightly. Uh, this lets you see out into the distance. It's maybe two. It's maybe two hundred or so feet away, but you can see that there is a mass of of undead approaching the town. If anyone wants to give me a perception check, I could give you a rough number. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty. Twenty-one. I heard a twenty. I I also got twenty. Thirteen. Was that you at least that got a 20? 
All right, so you and Karak take a moment, sort of look over the crowd, and you ballpark. That's easily 60 of 60 undead. Oh, geez. Either skeleton or zombie or lesser ghouls, just one manner of, of, of minor undead or another. Although you see no incorporeals, uh, you, you see no specters or anything. I'm sorry, what? I said, although you make a note that you don't see any incorporeals, you don't see any specters or ghosts. Okay. Um, do I know if the town has any priests or clerics or, or any, um, uh, what, what is that, like, divine? Do You haven't seen a, a church since you've People. been in town. I'm sorry, what? You have not seen a church since you've come to town. I've I missed all of that again. You haven't seen a church since you've come to town. Can you uh, let me know when they come within 60 feet? Sure. Okay. Uh, so you all can hear a lot of footfalls behind you. From the, from the town. And you can see the blacksmith, the innkeeper, uh, a bunch of other civilians. Um, many of them have crossbows. And, uh, and they form a firing line about 80 feet behind your group. And you sort of see the, the dwarf from the inn look to you all and go, Get down! I kneel down. I get down. Yeah. I get low, get low. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys hear a barrage of crossbow fire from behind you. Um, flame-tipped arrows soar above your party in uh, kind of a beautiful volley. One of them skims Chesapeake's armor uh, and deflects into the night but uh, the rest of them go over the party harmlessly. Good. And you can see... I have a crossbow. Can I shoot my crossbow? Sure. <laughs> I have a longbow. Am I at longbow range? Yeah. I mean, anyone who has a bow could easily throw an attack out there. Oh, yeah, um, that's what... Nice. All right. uh, I also have a crossbow. Let her rip. Oh, I'm going to throw a javelin if they're within 120 feet. They're not yet. They're still like... Well, then fuck them. <laughs> oh, I don't have the, a longbow damage written down. Anybody know what that it's is? Just, it's just 1d8 plus uh, dexterity. Yes. I got a 19. Yeah, you, you hit a zombie in a massive horde. I also rolled a 19. Okay. Alright, so uh, the, after that volley occurs... Um, you guys can see with dude, thanks to the flaming arrows a pretty sizable score of the, the the horde just sort of like slumps down and gets marched over and in the flames that cast light in the in the mass you can see it you see the drider for the first time mm. a massive being the size of Chesapeake Oh, yeah. 
Although not not just like what I showed you, not just the drier picture from the book. It's a, a little more, you know, unique. It's not the classic drow with armor. It's like scraps of leather armor, and it's got like a, a ball and chain like weapon. Cool. And uh, the body is ready. And then you can see cast in front of the uh, army of the undead darkness is cast and they almost become completely invisible to the night behind them hmm. well uh you all want to try and maybe fire another volley into the darkness uh maybe yeah some more of those numbers Should I, like, roll persuasion for these townspeople or something? Oh, no, 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 no. The townspeople are already reloading their crossbows and bows. Okay. I'll do the same. Okay. Yeah, I'll shoot another volley. All right. I'm going to move uh, more out of the way this time, though. (laughs) I'm going to stay knelt down, but with my glaive ready. All right. Because if they come close, I'm going to fucking bull rush them. I rolled a solid five. (laughs) By the way, you're rolling a disadvantage by shooting into the dark. Oh. I rolled a 14. Ooh. Oh, should I roll again for disadvantage? Yes. Yes. Well, it's okay, because my other roll was a 4, so this crossbolt bolt's just going in nowhere. I rolled a 13. Oh, by yep, the way, I got a 13. Uh, Nalos, you were able to recover that javelin from the knoll, by the way. Oh, cool. I actually didn't care about it, so thank you. <laughs> care of your javelins. Don't throw them in anger. Of them. Alright. I'm... Uh, can I cast light on more than one object? It's a cantrip, so I could theoretically use it. Yeah, I mean, you can cast light again, but the light will cast leave... The, oh. the light will leave... The, the, the light will leave the sign. Oh, it will leave the sign. Okay, never mind. Alright. So the, 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 the heroes and the townspeople shoot another volley into the darkness, but you see no results because there's darkness. Um, and then... A and this moment, might be a dumb question, but is it magical darkness or just, like, the nighttime darkness? It's hard to tell. I mean, they were visible, and now they're now they're not visible in the darkness, outside of the torchlight, so... I, well, I want to yell to my friends who are magical, um, hey, can anybody stop what they're... stop what they did to the light? In a way to be like, hey, dispel magic if you can, please. Yeah, no. <laughs> I cannot. I, I have nothing to dispel darkness. I can only create light. Alright. Uh, the, the townspeople say that they're about to fire a third volley. Yeah, I join them. Yep, yep. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, still a disadvantage. Yeah, because yeah, you're firing into the darkness. Ooh, uh, I rolled a 16. I rolled okay. a 14. All right. 22. All right. So, all right, you uh, you guys fire another volley. You, you imagine that you aimed where the horde was, So, but you get you don't see it hit anything. Um, Very unsatisfying. 
Everyone make a charisma save. Shoot. Everyone? Yeah, all of the people in the party. Oh, no. Uh, wow, my best one. Shit, yeah. Um, 19. Uh, don't don't blur them all out. I'll ask for them in a moment. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Everyone got them? Yep. 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 Nara. Yeah. 17. Vala. 7. Uh, Necro. A solid 6. Alright, uh, Pahokwi. You and me, buddy. <laughs> 19. Karak. 14. And Nalos. 5. Alright, everyone who got under a 12, um, what appears to, so uh, 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 several figures break through the darkness just outside of the light's reach on the edge of town m- m- barely 40 feet ahead of the party and uh, you can see there must have been villagers running away from the horde in front of them that managed to escape all the crossbow fire and you can see several wounded villagers running towards the sanctity of the village uh, some of them hurt visibly bleeding uh, to everyone who got above a 12, which is half the party, uh, you see um, a small d- detachment of of ghouls running towards the uh, the party. Okay. You see a small uh, detachment of what running towards the party? Zombies. I blow my horn. Uh, in the intent of warning others that, like, those are baddies. Do I need to roll for my horn? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say you're gonna need... That's pretty That's pretty specific. Okay. Uh, what kind of roll do you want? Um... Is it insight? Uh... Yeah, let's go with insight. That sounds good. Okay. Eleven. All right. Uh, so you get out a message that is perceived as danger. Okay. All right. Um, does anyone do anything? Yeah. Um, uh, how uh, how tightly packed are they? Are they just no. It's just like a, a, a smattering of like three or four. Okay. Um, and how far away from us? Less than forty feet. Okay. Uh. I'll cast Ice Knife. <laughs> it's, uh, he creates a shard of ice, fling it at one creature, make a ranged spell attack. Is this a uh, cantrip? Hmm? Is this a cantrip? No, this is a, a spell from uh, Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Right, but is it... What, uh, what, it's, it's a first level spell. Okay. Um... Let's see here. <laughs> got a got a one, so I don't hit it. <laughs> All right. So yeah, the, the the whole party sees Karak fling an ice knife uh, <laughs> towards a mother holding a, a baby. Oh no! Why would you do that? Blame the villagers. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a javelin. All right. Roll to hit. Uh, 
as 13. Okay, you hit. Roll damage. Are we in initiative? No. A seven damage. All right. So you see Pahokwi fling a javelin at a wounded farmer uh, running to the village and gets impaled and falls to the ground. Pahokwi, come on. We have a bad reputation here already. Oh, is it against the law to kill ghouls now? You're killing villagers. <laughs> that is a damned ghoul if I've ever seen one. Listen, just because he didn't look very pleasant doesn't make him a ghoul. That's rude. It's at this point that uh, that's a villager. He is ugly as. Can I? <laughs> God, this God. is confusing me. Can I take another like charisma save? No. Can I, is, there, is there like a? Can I do a perception check to see if what I'm seeing is reality? You can you can make an insight to see if you think Pahokwi's lying to you. It, but, but, like, he's saying that the villager is one thing. Uh-huh. I think it's another. Can right. I be like, I want to take a second look at that villager? No, you'd immediately want us to see if you should trust your ally first. Okay, I'll do an insight. I got a nat 20. Alright. So, with that, you go, Pahokwi wouldn't just murder. He wouldn't just murder an innocent. You may now make a perception check. Okay, cool. I'm going to be so mad if this is garbage. Okay, no, I got a uh, 22. Okay, wow. Yeah, all right. Now, you see that clearly there must have been a trick of the mind going because those the that's that group ahead of you that's almost to you um, are, are zombies, are ghouls. Yes. I want to vicious mockery them. Okay. <laughs> Cast vicious mockery at one of them then. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are hands down the ugliest undead I've ever seen. What is it? Is it a saving throw? It makes. Um, I had it pulled up. Vicious mockery. They make a. Target can hear you. It must make a wisdom saving throw. It failed. What's the damage? I will tell you that. So. 1d4 psychic. Uh, yeah. Four. Psychic damage, and okay. it... Um, it suffers none of those effects. It's okay. a, It's an undead. You can't insult an undead. Um, actually, before I just, like, say that for jokes, let me make sure that that's correct. Are you saying dead things don't have feelings? Like I, I, I in my mind, because uh, a lot of my spells are like a uh, hold person. I just did all this research when I knew we were going up against some undead. Charm person, uh, hold person, sleep. Like all my spells are useless against undead. So that's a problem. <laughs> well, just lean on that support business, I guess. 
I mean, all Vicious Mockery does is give it disadvantage if it fails. No, and it does damage. Right, right. It does the damage, but it also gives okay. it disadvantage when it's next attack roll. Yeah. Alright, I was being rude. You do the damage. Yay! And uh, it just, like, Yay. the clearly whatever shackles that are holding this undead to servitude are broken, and the body just flops to the floor. Bruce. All you have to do is thoroughly insult every member of this army. <laughs> I was born for this task. <laughs> you just yelled that poor old woman to death. <laughs> and it's at that moment that the darkness dissipates and you see less than less than 30 feet away, there are 25 of the remaining horde on your doorstep and the drider behind it who uh, raises one of its arms and throws a javelin at Nalos. Um, oh, so she's in javelin range? Yes. Okay, thank we're, you. After this attack, we're going to go into initiative. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, Nalos, does a 20 hit you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, you take 10 damage. That's a bummer. This may be a silly question, but do undead take necrotic damage? You don't know. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing. You know nothing, Necro. The lady does. So glad we leveled up. Just so, just so you guys can see the dog. Just so you guys can see the dog. Yeah. Oh, the dog. So cute. So sleepy. That's not the most that's not person to see now. That's a Lenny. That's a Lenny? Oh, I just saw butts. Okay. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Roll initiative. Connor, are you rolling initiative for 25 different things? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I handle Horde initiative really easily. So just. You guys go ahead and roll your initiative. Glad you all have points of dexterity. All right, Necro, what you got? Mm-hmm. Necro, uh, what? 15. 15? Sorry. You good? Karak. Uh, I also got 15. All right, who has the highest dexterity, not modifier, highest dexterity score? Uh, Mine's 17. I have 16, so you got right. So Necro will go before Karak. Pahokwi. 21. Uh, Nalos. Uh, 6. Vala. 9. Nara. Nara. 11. Alright. <clears throat> so, Bahokwi, you're first. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to throw a javelin at that drider. Okay. Roll to hit. Yep. Oh, that's a fucking nat 20. Oh, max damage, my dude. Oh, fantastic. Um, all right. Hold on a second. Uh, I'm going to make a precision attack. There you go. Against her. Sure. 
Um, so you add your you add your superior die to hit and to damage. So that'll be six plus my superior die is d6. So I roll the d6 or just add. Nope, just no. So it's twelve. Max dice. Damn. And you add your strength. Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on. Um, so that's twelve plus two. So that's fourteen plus my strength. Yep. Uh, which is another four, so that's 18. Where are you getting that extra two from? Uh, plus two piercing on javelin. It's 1d6 plus two piercing. That's already adding your strength, then. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so that would be 16, then. You good. I just was like, wait a second. All right, um... Alright, is uh, what else do you want to do? Um let's see. Uh, I'm gonna bonus action rage. Alright. Everyone sees fucking Bahokwe like snort out a big gust of rage smoke and uh <laughs> and get awfully heated. And uh, next up is oh the dryer. Oh no. The the dryer casts fairy fire on the entire party. All of you make wisdom saves. Alright. You make what? Wisdom saving throws. Okay. Get them together and I'll ask for them in a second. Right. Uh, does Chesapeake have to make a separate wisdom save for me? She isn't targeting Chesapeake. Okay. All right. I am just rolling garbage today. Necro. 19. Nara. Uh, 15. Vala. 6. Nalos. 4. Pahokui. Ten. And Karak. Five. Alright, so the last four of you are all covered in fairy fire. Yay. Which okay. means that uh, you can't turn invisible. Okay. Um, people have an easier time hitting you. Um, you have disadvantage on some stuff. Here, let me just get to it real quick. Fairy fire. Any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, affected creature cannot benefit from being invisible. Yep, that's it. So this uh, undead horde's all going to get advantage on attacking you guys. Oh, great. Ow. So, perfect. Right, that's bad. Um. All right, Necro, you're up. All right. Um, how close is this horde that's approaching us? The horde is anywhere from 15 feet to 30 feet away from you. Like I said, there's about 25 of them left, and they're like 10 wide, three deeper ish. And then the drider is behind all of that. Um, I'll take uh, an Eldritch Blast at the Drider then. Go for it. 
Let's roll that dice. Ah, uh, nice. Eight. What's the total? Um, just eight. Yeah, that's a miss, my dude. Yep, that, yep. That's, uh, right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, my man. Do the dumpster with me. Alright, uh, do you want to do anything else with that? Like, uh, that was just, well, I guess, well, that was one action, so, so I guess that I'm done then. Well, I mean, you can still you can move, move and use a bonus action. Yeah, you have okay, a move and a uh, bonus action, so. What could I do as a bonus action? I, I don't know. Um, does any of your Pack to the Chain stuff go at bonus action speed? Uh, maybe. Like, can you order your, your crow to go, like, wreck a motherfucker? Yeah, you know what? Let's order the crow to just go wreck a undead. Just because All darkness right. needs a little blood on its beak. Alright, and darkness is your spirit raven that's or my, your, your pack that's my minion okay my, my pack animal alright so minion. yeah you just take your bonus action and command your darkness to go attack an undead go ahead and roll to hit with darkness go attack that undead and a nice 17 for him right on roll damage I just presume it's like 1d4 1d4 minus minus 1 or whatever yeah 1d4 yep and he and that's a 3 so you, Three you damage. so you guys see Necro like fling a fucking bolt that's a little unprepared, and the drider like just dodges it, and then he goes fuck it and just like sends one of the two birds off of his shoulders, and just like with the deftness of a trained hunting hawk, just like rends the skull off of a fucking skeleton and returns to him. <laughs> yes, I get, I get, I I fist pump darkness little crow. Yeah, no, no, no. You, you you two give, like, mad beat claps. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Little, little kisses. Adorable. Alright, then, then I'll end my turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, Karak, you're up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna fight fairy fire with fairy fire and cast fairy fire for myself. Okay. Uh, uh, and try to hit as many of them as possible. Okay. A 20-foot cube. <laughs> Specifically a cube. Yes. Why? Because fuck you, that's why. So are uh, you are, are you trying to get the drider in that? Yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, the DC is 14. Okay. Uh, well, the drider is going to make the save, but oh. none of the undead make the save. <laughs> so just like a huge swath of the undead horde is just like glowing now. Let's go, party. Yeah. So... So any attack made against an undead, you get advantage. Yep. Assuming you can see it. Oh, man, I uh, forgot to... Looks like we're both at an advantage here. Yep. <laughs> uh, and a bonus action, healing word. Nalos, what are you doing? I thought we had this conversation already. Stop getting hit first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> Um, you get uh, seven hit points. <laughs> Lovely. You're a wonderful person, my feathered friend. Alright, uh, is that your uh, entire turn, or are you gonna, like, take this guy or anything? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay down here in case there's any crossbows still wanting to fire. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. 
Sorry. Uh, no, anywhere from 15 to 30 feet away. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to be the first one. Um, just go up and rapier the first one I come across. Okay, roll to hit. With advantage because they're yep. floating. Oh god, I needed that advantage. Okay, 15. Alright, you hit. Roll damage. Five. All right. So uh, Nara is actually the first person to step into the melee and just, like, with kind of a, a trained finesse, like, raises her rapier and then, like, thrusts a skull off the top of a zombie. And then with the, the skull, like, still on her rapier, like, flicks it down to discard the fucking skull and prepares for more of the horde to come. <laughs> <laughs> Blood, more blood. Yeah. Um, Vala. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm startled. Uh, so I'm going to activate my, um, Radiant Soul Ability. Okay. And which which is that one? Um. Is that the Azimar one or the Bard one? Actually, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um. Sorry. Who is everyone? Pretty much within touching range. I mean, yeah, If you, with your okay. move action, you could get to any of your allies. I want to try out a fancy new spell. Ooh. Um, I'm going to touch uh, Pahokwe and cast Heroism. Ooh. I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, a willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Um... Oh, that's not what I want. I think Pokey oh. wants it. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> so what's up? Alright, I'm sorry, I'm trying to this spell is not what I thought it was. <laughs> We're all figuring out new stuff as of today. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm already pretty heroic. I mean, you did eat two dozen eggs. Yeah. And, and <laughs> called it lunch and then had a nap. <laughs> did a hundred push-ups as well. Don't okay. forget that. I'm so sorry. How dare I detract? <laughs> All right, well, I don't know what I want to do then. Then I'll Vicious Mockery a Skeleton. Okay. Were you thinking of Enthrall? 
No, it's... It gave like a plus two to attack. Right. That might have been heroism in 3-5 that you were looking at. Yeah, because I just Google my spells. I put 5e, but I might have accidentally seen. It was like plus two to attack, um, to saving throws, and to skill checks for the person. Gotcha. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I didn't, I'm not seeing that. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I'm just going to Vicious Mockery, one of the skeletons. All right. And it's a save throw. DC didn't matter. It rolled a two. Um, roll damage. Okay. When in doubt, insult their mothers. <laughs> uh, six. Um, Do you ever see Scanners? You know, I haven't. It's been highly recommended. It's, it's, first of all, it's really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, just, you like, you just like point at one of the ghouls and it just like, <laughs> head explodes and just like falls to the ground. All Does right. that mean there's well, no more innocent villagers running away that I'm concerned about? No, no, no. That illusion was dispelled almost immediately, but at first oh. it definitely had you by the heart. Then I will Bardic Inspire uh, my pal Nalus over here. All right. Lovely. And that means you can add 1d6 to your attack spells. Or to attack rolls. Yep. Cool. Somebody should come join me up here because I'm going to... I will. <laughs> right. I'm incoming uh, next turn. Nalos, you're up. Yep. Okay. Um, so on, first off, uh, I just linked on our Facebook group the Donjon spell thing. If any of you want to double check any 5th edition spells, it's an easy way to sort by class. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, how far away is the Drider? Uh, maybe 30 feet. Can I get all the way to that? Uh, you'd or have to. Too many skeletons in the way. I mean, there's literally a wall of undead between you and the Drider. So if you wanted to get face-to-face -face with that Drider, you'd have to go around the army of undead, which is not unfeasible. It's just like annoying. 60, okay. 70 feet uh, of movement. Well, never mind then. I'm going to ride Chesapeake on up to that wall of undead uh -huh. and uh, command her to make claw attacks with each claw Okay. at uh, two different skeletons. All right. That's uh, 18 to 1, and a nat 20 to another. Okay. Now, hold on. One of those is already max damage anyway, so only right. roll one die. Uh, the other die is also a 6, so that's 9 damage to each of them. Okay, so... <laughs> so, so you ride up next to Nara, who's the only person on the front line at this point. And then just like, you're like, get him, Chesapeake. <laughs> and Chesapeake like grabs one up and then like bashes the other one with it and just destroys them both into a pile of bones. Who's a good girl? <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, that's that's all I can actually do now. So, yep. um, you hear the 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 sort of wave of crossbows behind you fire, and another six of the uh, undead horde fall. There's barely ten of them left at this point. Um, but uh, they do surround your front line of Nara and Nalos plus Chesapeake. Yeah. Did any happen no. to try and leave my range of threat? No, they're they're gonna try and grab your crab. All right, so that's two hits. Sorry, an eighteen and a nineteen on uh, on Nara to hit. On what? Uh, what's your AC? Mine. Yes. Uh, fourteen. All right, so you just got hit twice by two zombies, and the third one missed you. All right, that's 11 damage between the two. Yeah. And then five of the, the the horde is going to surround Chesapeake and try and grapple her. Um, go ahead and have uh, Chesapeake, with disadvantage, make an athletics check. Okay, let me double check what her stats are. I mean, pretty beefy. I don't think this is going to work, but I just imagine, like... This is how a horde of undead would try and take down a giant crab. Yeah. Um, that's just strength. Got it. Oh, that's a bummer that this is disadvantage because that first roll was a nat 20. And the next one is a 13. All right. So between the combined might of the five undead, they hold Chesapeake and bring her legs out from underneath her and, and sort of bring her to the ground where you're more reachable. Uh, where the last one is able to climb up and claw at you. Um, does a 17 hit? It does. Okay. You take five points of damage. Okay. All right. And then a thunderous thunk fires from behind you, and a log with a tip just obliterates five of the remaining ten zombies and undead and skeletons. And anyone who looks back can see several of the guardsmen have finally rigged up and prepared their ballista. Oh my god. Uh, and so at this point, there's only like three undead left and the drider. So with that, we're going to go back to the beginning of the initiative. With Pahokwi. Cool. Um, I'm going to head forward into the fray. Um, since I am raging, uh, I designate the Drider as my ancestral protector target. All right. So you all see um, the sort of specters, spectral <clears throat> beings fly out of Pahokwi and like swiggity swoogity up to the Drider, be like, this isn't going to work out for you. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to hold on a second I'm making sure I don't want to use any of my new toys <laughs> um, okay um, I'm making the drider also my f well no I can't do that because he's my superior role gotta remember that 
Uh, I'm making a straight up raging glaive attack on the drider. Right. Go ahead. Roll to hit. Uh, that's that's another twenty. If you want me to take a picture of it, I'll fucking send you a picture of it. No, I I, I believe you. I believe you. Um, okay. All right. What's this big buku fucking damage? Uh, because it's it's D10 uh, from the glaive. Yeah, D10 for glaive. Plus your um, strength, plus your rage bonus. Yeah, so that would be fourteen total. So I'm going to oh plus one so fifteen because that's right uh, that's my second strike so I got one more strike with my glaive with a plus one yep yeah so that's fifteen so I'm making a I'm gonna make a charging attack at her yeah just Pahokwi with all of his rage you guys cleared the path and it's now time for Pahokwi to enter the fray and he just runs forward and lands a vicious blow on the drider, so much that several of its legs have to rebalance to stabilize it from the blow. Its thick black its thick black blood begins to drip from its side. Alright. Uh, is that your turn? Yep. Well I'm it's, staying up there. It's the drider's turn and it is awfully put off by your attack. Well bring it on. And therefore it is going to slash at you or or swing its ball and chain at you twice. Okay. Uh, does a 13 or a 14 hit you? Hold on a second. Um, my armor class is 14. So the 14 will hit. Yeah. And then, thinking that you've dodged the first blow, get struck by the second one, and then you look forward and realize that where its torso meets the, the spider... Has a mouth. Oh. And it bites at you. Alright, that's a 19. So that'll hit you? Yeah. So you take 10 damage from the ball and chain. Okay. And then the bite does 1 damage, but then you'll take uh, 2d8 poison damage. Okay. Which turns out to be seven poison damage. So seven plus one, eight plus ten um, from the, or whatever I said for from the ball and chain. So, yeah. What was seven that? plus ten plus seven plus eight. No, no, no. Ten plus seven plus one. So eighteen okay. damage. So I take eighteen damage. Yeah. Well, don't you take half damage from physical? nonsense for while you're raging? Um, or is that just uh, Totem Warriors? I don't know, fighter. Uh, no, I get resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage, though. Okay, so from the, from the first attack, you only take half of it. Okay. So it's actually... 13. 13 damage, yeah. okay. That's better. Sorry yeah, for stepping on any toes yeah, there. Just no, thank you. <laughs> All right, it is Necro's turn. Finally, time for revenge. Uh, I'm gonna shoot the the Drider with another Eldritch Blast. Gives him pissed off. All right, throw it out there. Uh, thirteen. 
That'll that'll miss, my dude. <laughs> God damn it. Well, as a bonus, I'm gonna send darkness at the drider. Alright, roll to hit. To mess it up. I swear to god. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a nat twenty right there. Watch darkness. <laughs> darkness. Darkness, go for the eyes. <laughs> and darkness with again that training like it was a fucking hunting hawk in a previous bird life. Just goes right and slashes the drider across the face for four damage. That's right, Darkness. You will not be joining me in the dumpster tonight, guys. <laughs> and that will end my turn. Alright. Uh, Karak. Karak. Um, am I within movement distance of the drider? How far away yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. Yeah, okay. Um, to uh, uh, take out my flame blade and target some of the uh, the zombies that are left. Okay, there's only three left, and well, the yeah. three that are holding the uh, Chesapeake down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take one out that's trying to hold Chesapeake. Alright, roll to hit. Fiery sword. That is an uh, ten. Alright. You hit. What is this damage here? Oh, it roll with it. Damage. Roll with advantage. Because oh. it's fairy fired. Right. Fifteen. Yeah, now you hit. Yeah. <laughs> Six. Six damage to a. Alright. Yeah, zombie. no, you just score it across the back and the flames just burn away most of the torso of the the zombie as it falls to the ground, harmless. Oh. Alright. Um, Nara, you're up. Do I see this extra mouth thing um, on yep. the, the strider that uh, we yeah. just covered? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. There's two zombies holding Chesapeake down, and then right behind it. And um, well, the drider's like 15 feet behind. away from you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if I move away from these zombies to go uh, try to hit the drider, is that would the zombies get an attack of opportunity? They're not next to you. Okay, cool. Then I think that... Chesapeake and Nalos can handle themselves. I'll go help out Pahukui with the um, with the the drider. Um, I'm I'm gonna hidden step. I'm not covered with fairy fire, so I'm gonna hidden step and then stealth around the 
the the back of the. Um, All right, give me a stealth the, check. Yep. Seventeen. All right. The drider doesn't notice you as you approach. Cool. Okay. Go in and hit him with my rapier uh, with the sneak attack. All right. Well, yeah, you gotta hit it first. Go for it. Uh, with advantage or without advantage with, on with, the drider? With advantage. Okay. 17. That's your highest? What? You, you got a, a 17 in total? Yeah. Alright, that'll hit. Yay! Nice. The one D, I'll do my rapier damage first. Ah, that's sweet. Um, that's 12 piercing, and then let me do my type. Uh, 8 plus 12. What's your total damage? It's 3d6. No. Uh, my rapier is 1d8 plus 3, and then my 2d6 sneak attack. Okay, I just, you said 12, and I was like, that's not possible on a 1d8 plus 3. Alright, so what was that total then? 20? Uh, no, it was... Uh, 8 plus 11. Okay. So... 19. Alright. Alright, yeah, so just out of nowhere. Um then Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so can I become visible again once once I attack it? Um can I then step back some? Do I have any movement <clears throat> left to get slightly away from it because it's scary? No. To 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 walk around to its side like you did, used all of your yeah. movement. Oh, Alright. Vala. Okay. Um. Can I cast hold person on the main? On the drider. The drow, drider. Uh, you cannot. Is it a monster or is it a? Person. It is a monstrosity. I'm sorry, but... In anything. Alright, well, I will... You had a crossbow before that you were using, right? Yeah. Um... The crossbow does the same amount of damage as the vicious mockery, though. Gotcha. I can still use some help with these uh these zombies that are all around me. How many zombies are around you? <laughs> Two? Alright, I will mock a zombie. Okay. <laughs> Where'd it, you get that jaw from? <laughs> it failed its save, so roll damage. <laughs> I got a six again. Nice. Yeah, this one also just like head explode. There's only one, uh, only one zombie holding down Chesapeake now. And I'm going to encourage my buddy Necro and be like, "You can do it, man! You got this!" 
uh, bardic inspiration. All right. So next time you go to Eldritch Blast this thing, you can throw that extra d6 to your hit. All right. Um, Nalos, it's it's all you. Cool. Chesapeake right. cannot move. Right. She would have to spend half her movement to get up after I kill this thing. Right. Right? Right. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and make an attack on that, that zombie that's you know keeping her down. All right. You roll with advantage for multiple reasons. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Because that first one was three, and then I got a nat 20. All right. Uh, describe your kill on the fucking zombie with your, what? What do you use? A trident? A trident. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and be like, can you please get off and just jam it so two of the prongs go through its empty eye sockets? All right. Uh... And then I'm going to tap on Chesapeake and be like, all right, come on, let's get up. we got things to do. Chesapeake sort of groggily stands up. Can I reach the drider? Uh, yeah, Chesapeake can get to the drider. Perfect. Okay, so I'm going to have Chesapeake get on up next to the drider. And uh, then I'm going to use my action surge. Okay. And make a attack against the drider. All right, go for it. Um. And that's a 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, I'm going to end up canceling out Pahokwi's Ancestral Spirits and make it a Unwavering Mark. Okay. Nice. Um, so it has disadvantage on attacking anybody other than me. All right. And uh, that's six damage. In my attack. All right. All right, cool. The uh, villagers yell in the distance that they can't fire in the melee without hitting you all. You're on your own. And they begin to evacuate. Reset the initiative. Pahokwi, it's all you. Um, for one of my actions, I want to give a little toot on my horn back to the villagers to let them know, fine. That's, that's totally what it sounds like, too. Sure. Fine. <laughs> all right. Um, and then I'm going to make an attack roll on the drider. Uh, I'll go for that tummy. Seventeen. That'll hit. Cool. Well, nine. Nine damage. All right. Yep. All right. Is that your entire turn? Uh, yep. All right. So, uh, Nalos, do you speak Elvish? Nope. Okay. So, <laughs> the, all right. So, uh, Pogwi took his turn and, and attacked for successful damage on the Drider. Yeah. Uh, it's now the Drider's turn. The Drider is going to at will cast darkness centered on itself. 
So everyone who's within melee of it can still, like, see it because you're borderline touching the fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, but only with touch, so your attacks are going to be at disadvantage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it is going to attack Nalos with, a f- with all of its attacks. Lovely. You sure? I mean, Pokewood did just do a bunch of damage. <laughs> no, you just challenged it to battle, and it says something in Elvish that you don't understand. Oh, I speak Elvish. Oh, you hear you hear the Drider say in Elvish, "If it is a battle you want, fish man, then it is a battle you will have." Yell at Nalos! You made it mad. Uh, so it's bite critical. That's a bummer. And then it's two, I have to use this healing kit on you. And then it's two it's two weapon attacks. One was an eighteen, the other one was a twelve. Okay, well the eighteen hits. Alright, so we'll do the, the, the crit first. That's uh, four piercing and then sixteen poison damage. Four piercing and then sixteen poison? Yeah, are you down? Nope. Alright, cool. Uh, you do, rough, you but do, not down. You do, you do then take 13 bludgeoning damage from the ball and chain. Yeah. Uh, now I'm down. Alright. So out of the, the small cube of darkness holding the melee in bay, uh, the outside ranged party can just see Nalos get flung out of the darkness onto the ground. Oof. To which Chesapeake immediately takes her reaction to leave the area and will uh, take an attack of opportunity from the dryer. Which will... What's the... What's... Chesapeake's AC? 17. Yeah, she got hit. Ooh, right. And, uh, and she takes uh, 13 damage as well. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. You ain't gonna crack that crab open. Not today. <laughs> Not this diner. It's fine. I'm way more worried about Chesapeake than Amber. <laughs> But, uh, uh, but Chesapeake scuttles out of the darkness looking for Nalos' body and then finds it and stands over him, protecting him. All right. Uh, it is Necro's initiative. Yeah, boy. Um... Don't forget you got that bardic inspiration. Oh, hell yeah. All right, so that makes me... All right, I'm going to try to hit... <laughs> the Drider with another Eldritch Blast. I'm right. feeling it this time. Fourteen. And did you add the D6? Oh, shit. No, I did not. So that would be... Uh, You're doing a... Seventeen. Magfest roar for a second there. <laughs> uh, seventeen. That'll hit, my dude. Roll damage. That's right! <laughs> yeah, bubble. teamwork. Work, make the brain work. Uh, let me find my goddamn die. And seven. Alright. Uh, so the Eldritch Blast fires out into the darkness, and the darkness dissipates as the Drider lifelessly falls to the ground. Yay! I send darkness over as my bonus action to just poke at its dead face. Darkness does it with a delight. Yes. Uh, Nalos, make a death save. 
14. That's a single success. Okay. <laughs> you guys notice uh, as the you all leave initiative that Nalos is bleeding out on the ground. Eh, he'll be fine. Uh, do we have anybody who... I, yeah, I was going to yes. say. I can I can cure wounds on him. Uh, All right. Uh, the, the battlefield is thick with corpses of the undead. One of them wasn't completely dead, and it takes a bite out of Nalos' body and deals him one point of damage and gives him a death fail. <laughs> oh. That's <laughs> uh, so uh, fucking uh, brutal. I want to smash that thing. Yeah, so... Bahokwe, you see that and then walk over and then just stomp its fucking skull into mush with your hoof. Cool. I want to do that twice to the same skull. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> now you, you turn it from a decaying skull into disgusting jam. Good. <laughs> uh, so, Karak, you want to try and cure him? Yeah, I'm going to, I guess, cure wounds and right. try to bring his hit points up a bit. All right. A second level cure wounds. Okay. So two D two D eight. That was not so great. Uh, <laughs> as long as it wasn't zero. <laughs> it was not zero. It's nine. All right. Okay. Gain nine nine hit points. I don't know if you're stabilized yet. Yes, he is. Okay. Not conscious, but not bleeding out anymore. Oh. But uh. Improvement. Yep. So Nalos is Nalos is breathing stops being fettered and and hesitant and becomes stable. Uh, you see behind you guys. You can see torchlight coming out into the way and villagers by the dozen uh, come out and grab the corpses of the undead and drag them into this town to the bonfire, or they will be burned. Um, I- Help them. Yep. Uh, the mayor is amongst them, and seeing you all walks forward and says, "You all did well. I will see you in my office in the morning. Take the night, make it yours. There is no price tag on anything you will require tonight." And he, with that, gives you a, a proper nod and goes back to helping the villagers drag the undead into town. I'm going to. Um, use my bardic ability Song of Rest and um, play like pretty loud and anybody who can hear me uh, including the villagers uh, gets 1d6 uh, healing. Okay. Yay. Oh, yay. Can I still hear if I'm unconscious? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that's over a short rest, right? Uh, yeah, which is so yeah, just over the course of the undead corpses being cleared out, it makes the work go quickly. I would like to help them help the villagers okay. pulling the undead and stuff. Alright. Even though I'm hurt. So uh, we'll go ahead and call it there for now. Um, actually, well, Necro, you said you wanted you needed to go, right? Yeah. If that, and then if you guys want to continue, that's totally fine with me. Um, I think the only other thing we're going to do is we're going to, like, do the spoils for this and then call it that for the night. All right, well, I can stick around for that. Okay, cool. All right, so sure. we'll just fast forward the hard work and everyone rolling a D6 to heal. Uh, and then the Drider's corpse is dragged into town with ropes and hooks. Uh, 
and uh, it it has like a haversack on its thorax that uh, the townspeople clearly think you all deserve to own. Well, let's see what's inside. Yeah. Open it up. Inside this drider sack. Crack it open. All right. Uh, I pick it up and crack it open. Inside I is uh, half days, uh, half a month's worth of rations. Ooh, nice. About about 80 gold worth of gemstones. A small satchel of silvered stone, like silvered spheres. Uh, Also, a small sling is in that pouch. A small sling? Yeah, like like a, a stone sling. Okay. You say uh, you want that? Huh? You said you want that? Yeah, I want the sling. Okay. Um, can I pick up these silver spheres and do a Arcana? Maybe a, na- a nature or an arcana check? Yeah, Arcana. Arcana? You said that they're silver spears? Spheres. Spheres. Oh, spheres. spheres. Okay. Like, almost like a ball bearing. Okay. I got really excited for a second. Kind of thinking those go with the, uh, the sling. <laughs> oh, I got a 17. All right. You determined that these are silvered bullets for the sling and clearly are magical in nature. They're okay. plus. They're, they're. It's plus one ammunition. There's twenty of them. I want it. I was worried at first that they might be like weird, gross spider eggs or something. But that's a good call. <laughs> good check. I trust nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After my uh, my swindling with the amulet. Suspicious. <laughs> and there's a pair of goggles who look like they almost have uh, uh, it's like leather strapped to the head, and the, the the lenses look like they're made almost of like an aquamarine or like a jade lens. Um, and they seem to be uh, almost crafted to look like a an arachnid's eyes. Like there's two main lenses, but then there's like six smaller ones, three on each. Uh, major lens to like if you put it on if you put it on it would look like you look like a spider with eyes. Alright, I'm gonna do an arcana check on this guy. Okay. Nat twenty. Nice. Where was that? Um, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, the, where it was was in the the rolls to hit in all of your melee combatants. Because you guys you guys made impressively quick work of that drider. Yeah. I mean obviously it cost you you know, like, your fighter got dunked. But, and uh, you know what sucks about that is I didn't even get to use the other fun part of that ability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you'll have opportunities in the future. Um, I'm sure. You you realize, Lauren, uh, by, by sort of like, re- go, okay, wait, and you put him up and you can perfectly see in the dark for up to 60 feet. Ooh, cool. Cool. 
already have dark vision though? Yeah, but I won't look like a spider. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and you don't know this yet, but you will effectively know that if you have dark vision and you wear these, it increases your dark vision by 60 feet. Okay, Ooh, that seems fine then. Super dark vision. Word. I'll just pop them oh. on with the sack ooze and all. Don't care. Oh, by the way, you notice that there seems to be a switch on the side of the lenses that you have to take some time to understand the nature of. <clears throat> okay. Do I need to do a check for that? Uh, just next time you take a long rest, say you'd like to study the, the goggles, and I'll tell you what they do. Okay. Okay. But just Ooh, for, that is for daylight. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he sees fairies. Maybe it's like the goggles from Hellboy 2. Yo. My man. Let me just say, I'll get the fucking canary out. Like, don't play with me. Like, <laughs> Ain't nobody eating cats in this game. Not up in here. Except the prince. Somebody can eat that. Wait, where is the prince? He better have stayed in the damn room where we told him to. <laughs> oh, wait. I mean... <laughs> I mean... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, you could have been resuscitated at any point during that short rest, so if you want to okay. RP that you're awake, you're you're awake. So, um, okay. I'd you, like to thank you all didn't just leave me laying <laughs> unconscious on the ground surrounded by corpses, you know. I dragged you with the other corpses. <laughs> um, no, I made you into a backpack. I folded you up and everything on my back in a papoose, as my people would have. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, um, so you guys get a sling with uh, 20 plus 1 bullets, um, the goggles, 80 gold worth of gemstones, and then uh, half a month of food for yeah. one person. So 15 days worth of rations. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, that was how much food? 15 days worth of rations. You guys can divide that up however you want. Uh, so the 80 gold of jewels. Hmm. Should, do you guys think we should save that and see if we can get some poor schmuck in the city of Felwyn to buy them at a higher price? Yeah, save it, sell them, or use them to, you know, get lower prices on whatever yeah. cool thing you want to buy with the money I, we're hopefully getting from the mayor. Okay. Um, since I picked up the bag, I'll just keep those with me. Okay. Well. Alright. Um, so do you guys want to go ahead and call it then? And we'll get into the proper rewards from the mayor heart next next session. Sure. That sounds good. Sure. Alright. So thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. I know my party, uh, in differenting degrees, enjoyed that encounter. Um, some with all their feet on the ground, some with none. But uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And as always, thanks for coming out. Uh, quippy things about the different party members. Uh, I, I've already completely stumbled through this. So, um, the fighter. Hey, uh, hope you all enjoyed it. See you next week. Uh, the Barbarian. Uh, Spahokwi, signing out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that always fucks me up. I don't know why. Uh, the Rogue. Hi, this is Elise. Uh, 
Do you want to plug for criticalwick.com? Get your nice candles. Oh, man. Criticalwick.com. Is that the website where you can buy high-quality soy candles with fantastic high-quality metal dye within them? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, but really, buy the candles. Uh, our druid. Me doing my best cool bar of cosplay. <laughs> See you next time. Uh, watch Yu Yu kids. It's a good anime. Um, our our bard. Hi, it's Lauren. And See you next time. And not to be underappreciated, our warlock, the killer of driders. It's your boy. Yeah. It's your boy. See you next week. <laughs> See you, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye.